Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Monday, January 20th, 2020. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. rings today as loudly as it did when he was taken from us way too soon in 1968. Read a speech by Martin Luther King Jr. today. Take five minutes of your day and read the words of an absolute pioneer in civil rights and a great man. Let's talk about sports, nothing but sports, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. I'm telling you, the culture of excellence at Today's Dentistry, one-of-a-kind, 317-849-2933. Dr. Mike O'Neill has been my dentist for the last 26 years, my only dentist. Again, 317-849-2933. The Pacers go for two in a row tonight on the West Coast. Last night... A come-from-behind win at Denver against the Nuggets. The Pacers win 115-107. They did not lead in this game until there was under five minutes left in it. Doug McDermott, unbelievable last night. 24 points throughout the entire game, 18 in the fourth quarter. He hit 9 of 10 shots overall, 6 of 7 from beyond the arc. Dougie McBuckets went off, yo. The, uh, the Pacers, how did they win these games without a bona fide star among them? I'll tell you how. I, You know what? And this brings up a good point. Domas Sabonis, I think, deserves to be an all-star, but I would love for this team not to have an all-star because I don't believe it's important to any of these guys that they be all-stars. They're all making their money. They're going to make more money. What they want to do is win games. And last night, you saw the kind of offensive balance that's allowing them to win. You had McBuckets with 24, and then you had Brogdon, Sabonis, and Warren with 22 each. A lot of assists, a lot of moving the basketball. This is unusual NBA basketball. The NBA is really turned into kind of a uh, you know a star-driven thing. James Harden, let's go see James Harden if he can drop 60. Nobody's going to drop 60 for the Indiana Pacers. What you're going to see is a bunch of guys scoring in double figures. Tonight, they're going to have to be balanced as they take on the Utah Jazz. The Jazz, we know what they've got. They've got uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, 
who's going to stretch a defense, and as you come out on him, he's going to figure out a way to bully his way to the rim. If you don't come out on him, he's going to rain down threes all night long. You've got Donovan Mitchell, one of the best young players in the NBA. you got Rudy Gobert, the best, for my money, the best defensive player in the NBA. You've got Michael Connolly, who we know all too well from Lawrence North High School, graduate in 2006, three-time state champion Michael Connolly, who at the time was overshadowed by Greg Oden. Hey, Greg Oden. Michael Connolly was the guy who made that thing work. All of Greg Oden's teams going back to junior high, including summer basketball, had Mike Connolly on it. Mike Connolly knew how to play winning basketball offensively and defensively. He knew how to utilize Greg Oden. He's made about $250 million as an NBA player, a quarter of a billion. Michael Connolly from Lawrence North High School and The Ohio State University. And so we get to see a little bit of Mike tonight for Utah. Utah 29 and 13 on the season. They are one of the best three teams in the Western Conference. You saw last night one of the other three in Denver. Uh, the Pacers, they got by Denver, but Denver was without a bunch of guys, included uh, Gary Harris, Murray, and Millsap. All those guys gone. Gary Harris, another guy we know from this, uh, this neck of the nape, up at Hamilton Southeastern High School before he went to Michigan State and then left early to go to the NBA. A terrific player for the Utah Jazz. If the Pacers can win tonight, boy, does this West Coast trip really set up nicely for them. On Wednesday, they're going to take on Phoenix. Then they go to uh, Golden State and then to Portland. Portland, over the weekend, a salary dump trade sent Kent Bazemore to the Sacramento Kings, which it allows them to get closer to the luxury tax threshold. Uh, Golden State stinks on ice. And then Phoenix is actually pretty damn good with Devin Booker averaging 26.5 points a game. Kelly Oubre, uh, you've got DeAndre Ayton, who's now eligible and playing and not injured. Eligible? What the hell am I talking about? He's just, he's healthy, for God's sake. What is this, college and he's been suspended? Maybe he should have been suspended. That's a whole different issue entirely. Anyway, the game at 9 o'clock, that's what I like about this road trip. Because you got a bunch of 9 o'clock games. This game at Utah, 9 o'clock. Phoenix, 9 o'clock. Portland, 9 o'clock. Then the Golden State game starts at 10.30. When they go west and they start after 10 o'clock or at 10.30, man, that makes a late night, right? You know, you get to bed at 1 o'clock, you got to be up in the morning for work or for school or whatever. It makes it difficult. These 9 o'clock games, those are doable. The Indiana Pacers are really fun to watch. I love watching this team play basketball because they rely upon each other. Guys, do not say, give me the ball, I'm taking this over, and I'm going to win us this game. That doesn't happen with these Indiana Pacers. When you saw Lane Stevenson as a member of the Indiana Pacers, as much as we liked his, his energy for the game, you knew what Lance was going to do. Lance was always going to try to be Lance. Lance was going to try to win games based upon his ability to do it. He has a lot of ability, but you're never as good. The one guy is never as good as the combined value of the other players on the floor. And what basketball, what good basketball really rewards is that feeling that we are only as good as the other four guys on the floor. So I have got to invest my efforts in making them better. That's what makes Indiana Pacers basketball so much fun to watch for me, is that they are truly committed to one another. Then when they get done... With this road trip, they come back home on January 29th to play the Chicago Bulls, and that means that Victor Oladipo is coming back. Now, I don't herald this as some kind of watershed moment for the franchise, 
All right, Victor Oladipo is going to be a really important piece of the puzzle, but he is not the puzzle himself. It's not like, my, with my return, we're going to charge. No, 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 no. This team's rolling already. This team is in great shape, doing what it does as well as it does it. Victor is going to provide some lift, but Victor is not the savior. It's not like this team's 7-33, and 33, and all of a sudden in the second half, they're going to wind up going 35-7. and seven. All right? That's not this. Victor is going to make them better. He's also going to make the second unit better because Jeffrey Lamb is going to move to that second unit. That's going to be interesting because Nate McMillan is going to have to negotiate minutes with a whole bunch of guys on that roster. As Victor comes back, I don't think he's not going to be a 32-minute a guy, uh, a game guy right out of the shoot. But as he comes back and he works his way into playing 32 to 34 minutes a game. Those are 32 to 34 minutes that are going to come off the books for other guys. And if you take them all from one guy, like if Aaron Holiday all of a sudden is relegated to the back of the bench, Aaron Holiday, a a guy who's been an asset through this first half, is going to become a debit. All right? It's the same thing with T.J. McConnell. Although T.J. McConnell understands his role on this team, Aaron Holiday's trying to build his career. T.J. McConnell's trying to prolong his career and is just really, to be honest, trying to play winning basketball. These guys, you're, you're going to have to make that. You're going to have to showcase their wares in a way that they feel like they're still contributing mightily to the effort for the Indiana Pacers. That's going to be interesting to watch and see how Nate McMillan takes care of that. Let's talk about the Indiana Hoosiers for a minute. I wrote something this morning on KentSterling.com. And uh, here's what I want. And I really, I'm kind of admonishing myself because as I watch Indiana basketball, I can get really negative about Devontae Green. Because when Devontae Green comes on the floor, especially these last two games, the, last, he, the previous five to the last two, he was averaging 26 minutes a game. The last two, he's averaged 14 and a half. He's played 15 and then 14 minutes. Hasn't scored a bunch. I I think he's scored three total points, and he's committed four turnovers. So watching Devontae Green can be an exercise in frustration for a lot of us. I yell at the TV a lot about Devontae Green. I was thrilled when Archie Miller put together a lineup that had Finnessy at the point, uh, Hunter and Armand Franklin at the wings, and Trace Jackson Davis and Joey Brunk down low. They were only on the floor for about three minutes, but man, did they move the ball well and did the game change at Nebraska when those guys were on the floor? When the ball moves, you create space. When you create space, you get an open guy with an open look and he knocks down shots. All of a sudden, Indiana kind of became possessed with the idea that you had to run the offense through the post, which is exactly what they need to do with Joey Brunk and even Deron Davis to an extent and Trace Jackson Davis. You've got to run through the post. That opens up everything else. Devontae Green gets impatient, thinks he has to put the weight on his shoulders, and that causes the ball to slow down, and it makes Indiana very easy to defend. So as a result, I get really pissed off at Devontae Green, and I think I speak for every other Hoosier fan in the world saying that they do too. All right? What we need to do is take a deep breath and understand what Devontae Green is. Devontae Green is a 22-year-old college senior who's never made a penny, we hope, playing basketball. 
He's got a scholarship to play basketball in Indiana, and he's worked his ass off for four years. We have no idea how hard these guys work to do what they do. They work really, really hard. When my son played at Loyola, he worked tirelessly to play the few, the scant number of minutes that he played at Loyola. Devontae Green is not just working really, really hard to be great at Indiana. His brother Danny is an 11-year NBA veteran with earnings that will total almost $83 million after the 2020-2021 season. Danny Green has made a lot of money playing basketball, and Devontae Green would like to make a lot of money playing basketball, but Devontae Green is not Danny Green, and Devontae Green, as it stands right now, with about two months left in his college basketball career, does not look like a guy who's ever going to play in the NBA. And when he came to IU, he thought, you know what, I can do this. And as time has gone on, the likelihood and the reality that he is not going to play in the NBA has begun to dawn on him. And now the clock's really ticking. He's got just a little bit of time at Indiana left. And he would like to go out with a bang and not a whimper. And people hammering this kid on social media, it's not good for the kid. It's not good for the program. It's not good for the people doing it. There's no win in taking it out on the kid on Twitter. All right, he is who he is. He's always been that guy. He's always been a guy who is going to get hot maybe one in every four games, like the Florida State game this year. Florida State's going to be a big win as Indiana's resume to go to the NCAA tournament is evaluated by the committee, right? They don't win that game without Devontae Green's 30 points. He can play great. He can play poorly. There's no doubt about that, but there's no reason to continue to kick this kid when he's down. He's in school, getting his degree, playing basketball, working his ass off, trying to figure it out. He's just not wired in the same way as those other guys on the floor are. We saw this throughout the Tom Crean regime, the Tom Crean era, and now Devontae Green as one of the final vestiges of that era. Here's the responsibility of a coach to me, not to go off on a tangent, but I I think a coach has got to recruit to fit. Or what you're doing is you're inviting the wrong kind of guest to a party. Whether that's like a rager party you invite a straight-laced guy to or a rager guy you invite to a a very straight-laced party, the outlier is just not going to fit, and he is not going to have a great time. And right now that outlier is Devontae Green. He knows it. We know it. They know it. Everybody knows it, so let's stay off this kid's ass the last two months of his career at Indiana. You know, uh, I wrote this this morning at KenSterling.com, and I got an interesting reply uh, via direct message from the mother of another uh, Indiana University basketball player, which I think I, I want to share, and I don't think that she would mind me doing that. She says, and I'm not going to say who, She says, just wanted to say thanks for your article on Devontae. You hit the nail on the head. As a parent of a student athlete, Mama Bear definitely wants to come out. But I know I have to watch what I say, hence the reason I unfortunately had to unfollow some IU groups. While I understand the frustration and the strong IU basketball expectations, things change, staff and players. So ultimately, teams may look different year to year. I also get criticism um, I also or I also get criticism, but the attack of players I have very low tolerance for. Grown adults attacking young men trying to still figure 
it all out is wrong. Kudos to you. Well, thanks very much. I appreciate that. But I think that she's absolutely right. Not only do you criticize the kid, but I'm telling you, as, as the parent of a guy... Uh, the parent of a kid who would be criticized periodically on message boards for God knows what. I mean, it was just completely unjustified whenever it happened, whether he was at Cathedral High School or Loyola in Chicago. When he would get criticized a little bit, it's like a gut punch. Even when you know that criticism is completely unfounded, it's a gut punch. Nobody likes to hear or, or read their kid get criticized for anything. It takes a really tough-skinned person to be able to tolerate that kind of crap. And I don't even know if that's the right word because it, it kind of connotes a level of strength, right? For somebody who reads criticism of a son or daughter and says, oh, you know, they're just nuts. I don't think I don't think it's toughness. I, maybe it's indifference to your kids. What I did is I just got off social media, right? I didn't go to those message boards ever. I didn't go to any kind of, and thank God, like the fan base for Loyola and the fan base for Indiana, completely different. I mean, you talk about apples and oranges. It's complete apples and oranges. If my kid had gone to Indiana and had been subjected to the kind of torment that a guy like Devontae Green is, my head would have exploded. I'd have gone out looking for people to hit. You know what I mean? Let's not do that to this kid's parents or any of the kid's parents at Indiana. You know what? I would counsel all of them, and I have. Stay off social media. It's just going to drive you crazy. But you know what? How about we on social media, we take a little responsibility ourselves and say, why don't we just be a little bit nicer to adolescents who are playing basketball for no cash, like I said, we, you know, knock wood, right? So why don't we take a deep breath and understand that our bouts of ill temper are ridiculous and childish and we and listen i'm not saying that i'm above any of that all right if you follow me on twitter you know that that i i get very frustrated periodically especially when the ball doesn't move and indiana doesn't look like indiana anymore i get really frustrated so i'm admonishing myself too i got to grow up I got to take a deep breath. I got to understand as I watch Indiana basketball that these kids are kids doing their level best to play as well as they can for themselves, for their coaches, for the university to a lesser extent, for their families. They're trying to be virtuous in the way they play. And we got to take a deep breath and understand that. This has been Sports, Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Monday, January 20th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill. Make him your dentist. Do that right now. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, about 8.15 on Periscope Live. The numbers keep growing. They're going through the roof. I couldn't be happier. It's fun to talk when people are listening. I got to tell you that. All right, so we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hopefully the Pacers get a win tonight. Join me tomorrow morning. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.